Yeah. One more that time was, with uh, feeling. That was Mark Berg. <laughs> that Berg? Don't get mad. Just get paid. I'm like, Mark, I don't think that's really the philosophy we're going for here. <laughs> I actually Let's like that. So get mad, get paid. Guy used to, his business partner used to always fly off the handle. These guys weren't believers. He'd fly off the handle and chew them out or whatever. Chew of, and, and the, the rational one would say, Chris, stop getting mad. Just get paid. Go home. <laughs> so call it a day. Right? Call it a day. <laughs> call it a day, brother. That's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. That same guy went on, to, he went on to produce. He owns the Saw franchise. So he got he probably paid. made a hundred million bucks. Yeah, incredible. I mean, it was like he got he, paid. He got paid. Yeah, so he got paid. <laughs> you, beat the, you beat me to the. As soon as they said that, I'm like, oh, I just blew the punchline <laughs> there. You blew your own. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we are both so blessed here today on Kingdom Pursuits. How does God take your passion and use it to build the kingdom to uh, just be at the NRB where we see how God's doing this with people that walk by every few minutes in this morning. I was at the devotions for the NRB, and I had a chance to hear Stu uh, speak on the book of Acts, which is always fun, one of his passions, that's for sure. And I met some folks with Kappa Studios, Yep. and uh, they are working on a very, really cool project right here. Oh, yeah. We've got Brad and Paul, and uh, so Brad Silverman, Paul Long. Um, so how did you guys meet? I guess there's a good question. Mm. You want to lead that off, buddy? Yeah, so I, I, I was a filmmaker, am a filmmaker, and had, had been doing a project and needed post-production, right? Editing, sound design, color, and so on. And we had shot all night, and we're at my church in Southern California, and I believe it was your wife, Karen, who was talking to the dad of the producer. And long story short, she finds out that he's been making this movie, right? I don't know if this make any sense, Robbie, but he's making this movie, <laughs> and he finds out that Paul and Karen own this incredible post-production facility called Kappa Studios in Burbank, California. And so they said, well, why don't you come by and visit? You know, it was sort of like a, you know, Reese's Peanut Butter. We were the peanut butter. He was a chocolate or something. And it was like, we had this film that needed post. He was this post house looking for films with redemptive value. Match made in heaven. In beautiful downtown Burbank. Beautiful downtown <laughs> Burbank. That's right. I shouldn't tell this story, but I'm going to since we're right here. Yeah. That so when I, I lived, I grew up in Albuquerque to some extent. Graduated from high school, El Dorado High School in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And my buddy and I decided we're going to move to California. We just were kind of like that's what we're going to do. So we load up the VW Bug. This is 1977, maybe. It's a cl- it wor- it's a cliche. It works. <laughs> Keep going, Robbie. This is great. Yeah, we're with you. We're with you. <laughs> we're going to go to Los Angeles. Of Perfect. course we are. You know, yeah. and you just take Interstate 40 and you just keep getting it. Got it. And eventually you're going to be in California. <laughs> so we get into California. And we're like, where are we? We have no idea. But it didn't matter because we had nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I see this sign that says Burbank. Yeah. And I went, we're in beautiful downtown. Because you know, everybody back in the day heard yeah. about beautiful downtown Burbank. Yeah. Is that like Tonight Show? That type? was Johnny yeah, Carson. Johnny Carson. Yeah. And yeah. yeah he, was, he was big on that. Beautiful downtown yeah. Burbank. So I've been there. And yeah, we we just might as well drove in the ocean because we had nowhere to go because we were lost as we could be. But I was in California, oh, awesome. and so that's whenever awesome. I hear Burbank, it breaks me right back there. Me and Peter Somers in the Volkswagen, uh, totally lost in the big city. That's awesome. Uh, 
but we weren't making movies, but you guys were. We were. <laughs> and, and so, wow, post-production, being that I, I, I do a lot of production work sure. with the Christian Car Guy Theaters or something that I do, this is huge. Like, there's so much that people wouldn't know that's in a movie that is post-production that's, like, totally incredible. Like, the difference between a, a really great movie and a spectacular movie, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's they say, this is a very well-worn saying, but I think it might be appropriate now, you make a movie three times. You First, you write the film, and then what you direct and shoot is different than what you wrote. And the third and last time is the editing. And that's a pivotal time because your film can take a shape. You have an uh, idea. You come through. The post is that place where all these ideas come to rest or come to die, whatever it is. But they come right there. And at the end of the day, it has to come out. It's like sausage. It must come out. So you, Brad, had made this. Right. And then you met Paul. Right. And what was that movie? So that was called No Greater Love. I've seen that movie. Yeah, that came yeah, out in 2010. So that's what? Over, gosh. 11 it years ago now, cheapers. Yeah. Well, this had to be like 2009 when we were still making it. So, well, yeah, good point. Uh, no Greater Love was the name of the film. How spectacular. Yeah. yeah, and we ended up going to the same church, and then we visited Kappa. <clears throat> Paul and I became fast friends. And then famously, we for three years, we prayed together. And when the Lord's timing was right, I came on board with Paul and... As the story goes, Kappa Studios went from secular Hollywood studio to a studio that exists to honor Christ. How awesome is that? It's pretty and, awesome. And so today, part of the reason that you guys are at the NRB is you guys are part of the Chosen Project? Is that what's... Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the you know Paul, so successful in post-production. You know, very, very successful studio was Kappa Studios for so many years. And as the Lord worked on both he and his wife's heart and just really moved, just drew them both to him, you know, not really knowing what even, what do you, what do you do with that in Hollywood, right? When you're, you're existing to glorify God in Hollywood. Well, when the company pivoted, the Lord really put it on Paul's heart to pivot the company just to exist to glorify God. It was a couple of very, very lean years, Robbie, as you can imagine. But then in time, projects started coming, including this one little show about the life of Christ told from the <laughs> apostles. None of us knew it was going to become this global phenomenon. Yeah, At least I know. certainly didn't. No, we didn't know. We, we yeah. thought it was a good show. We didn't know. And, yeah. You know, yeah, God's Not Dead, Unplanned. These are some other shows that have gone out through us. And Yeah, we're, we're grateful to be there. But I will tell you that just as an encouragement for listeners, you know, I spent many, many years in the secular industry. And... Um, I, uh, the stuff I put my hand to, I probably shouldn't have. And I was very focused on making money and what money could do. And I wanted you to say, hey, do you like me? I like you, man. You are awesome. I wanted to hear that. And so going that and worshiping the money took me down a pathway of just doing whatever came over. And I always told myself, well, you know, you got to make the payroll, man. You got people. And you got to make things work. You know what I mean? And so those, the vicissitudes of that, I was telling myself it was very, very important to make the payroll. But what I never knew is that I never made one of them. God made all the payrolls. But you couldn't have convinced me back in the day. It wasn't there. I didn't understand that. And God brought me to a place of seeing that. And then fast forward with Brad and I, we just went, you know, what? we got to do it this way or just stop. So we'll see what the Lord does. And so 
I mean, this is incredible. So you you were the post production on Unplanned as well, and you were in God's Not Dead series. You guys did the that first one. one. Uh huh. First one. Yeah. The yeah. big one. <laughs> that well, from my standpoint, that was a yeah. That was just absolutely huge. It's pretty big, yeah. So. Yeah, let's. Can you take me back there, like 2011 <laughs> or whatever? So you guys decide, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Um, we're. Gonna <laughs> How's this gonna happen? <laughs> How, you, and you guys have been praying. So yeah, yeah so I did. I did a couple films with Paul pre God's Not Dead. Okay, right. as a, I'm an independent as a filmmaker with my producing partner Russ, we did a couple films. Brought them to Paul. We were clients of Kappa Studios. And those films were. It was uh, No Greater Love and Grace Unplugged. Those are the oh, two. Oh, I love it. It's a great unplugged. Sure. Yeah. yeah so, so those are the two that that I wrote and directed yeah. that brought to Paul, and I was just like, this place is incredible. See, I grew up in Los Angeles, so there's I didn't have to drive in a VW, you know, <laughs> to to get there, Robbie. I was already Cheap there. Shot. I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I'm jealous, man. You had the adventure. I just had that was to, easy, Brad. Come I on. I just I just hopped on the 222 bus to go there. I didn't have to do anything. Right. 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 But um. Yeah, so all that to say, I had, uh, you know, doing that, it was while I was doing those last, that last project that there was so much downtime that that's when Paul and I, we were at the same church, and for about three years, we would pray together, which, looking back, that may, have, may as well have been 30 years. I mean, think about praying. I, I've never prayed for anything for three years, right? And not that we were specifically, pr- we were just praying just for the Lord's leading, Lord's guiding, and then about 2015, 2016 is when or my schedule opened up. Just the, the Lord just timed it right, where that's when I came on board. So, um, yeah, up to that point, he'd already done God's Not Dead. He'd done, and then later would come Unplanned. But it wasn't until 2016 that we that the, okay, we're going to make it publicly known. Let the chips fall where they may. Let's burn the ships. I don't care what happens. Lord, this is your place. You're going to do this. And that's when, you know, that's when things really changed. And a lot, and then the show's really would eventually come in like unplanned and of course chosen and some others. Right. It, that's right. It was, it's been about five years since we really, really pivoted uh, the company and it meant, you know, we had a layoff. I laid off about half the company, you know, and uh, you know, these are people with me for a long time, 12 years and 22 years and 15 years, 18 years. There were people that were there a long time. And so that was a hard day, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. I, I'm, you have no idea how I can relate to that because yeah. I was a car dealer, and, yeah. and when I burn my ships, God burn them. <laughs> <laughs> he lit the match on you there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I had to let them all go. Yeah. yeah. Or close the company. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, go into broadcasting. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting thing, but so I really, really am with you that it's it's through God's strength that these kind of things happen, but sure. he obviously gave you a gift, both of you, right? And I find it interesting that you made films pre-production and you've been doing this post-production. Right. So you bring these two visions together. And so I'm, I'm curious from you guys' perspective, why would God put Brad and Paul's visions to giftings wow. together? I mean, my first thing is practical joke on the world. I don't know, but um, no. I mean, that's a great question, Robbie. I really, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I, we don't overthink it. Probably, it just I, I'm sure Paul has his version. I mean, for me, I remember looking when I was a client there. I'd be thinking, here I am, sort of this, I don't know, it, this creative spark, if you will, 
And Paul's got this incredible facility with know-how and structure and resources and knowledge and wisdom and and uh, order, you know. And I just remember thinking, gosh, this is like a such a a perfect playground. It's sort of like it just felt it just felt so right. And what about the coffee machine? Don't forget that, <laughs> you know, when he put the coffee machine. We had a really custom one of those, you know, machine. grind the beans as they go. Oh, yeah. yeah, it makes it was one like, perfect okay, cup of coffee. Enough. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> sold so yeah it just felt like yeah it did feel like complementary skill sets yeah and you know what's great above all that yes we have complementary skill sets robbie but i think above that and paul you can comment on this brother it's like what what anchors the whole thing is not so much the complementary skill sets but it's the it's the complementary theology you know we both right. just we both just have such a similar understanding of scriptures and who Christ is and what our role is before a holy God and just who we are before this holy God and what scripture is in our lives. And just so any conflict that we feel, we don't really have any conflict anymore, but early on, you know, I'm just a dumb prideful guy. And so the conflict that would happen, we could just resolve it through scripture, through prayer. And so that's really the anchor. And then through that, yes, the Lord just put these, what it would appears to be complementary skill sets together. And, and hopefully when you look at some of the work out there, Hopefully that that comes through. So Paul, one one of my visions, creative visions, yeah. when I started, Stu, you know, gave me this idea for this show, yeah. was that if people would listen, God's got something for them. Hmm. Like, you know, he 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 wants you to work together with a Paul or a Brett. You know, that there's yeah. somebody in your life that that he's been calling you to, or something like. You know, would you do this for my glory rather than, than than where you were thinking about going? And if you had those people in front of you right this minute, that those li people listening right this second that are trying to decide, man, I don't know, I can feel this pressure to do this. Mm. Um, what would you say to them, Paul? Well, you know, uh, that's that's a incredible question. I would tell you that what we've recognized. Um, is that we needed to wade into the concept of radical dependence. Yeah. And we needed to jump into that. And what that means is, you know, what is that next thing? And how do you honor God? And how do you, how do you rightly divide the word and then live it? How do you do that? And what we concluded was this. We need to be in prayer every day. Read the word. We don't need to start working until we hit, hit the books. and just. Oh, he's at home reading the word. I'm at home. We come together. What do you read? What, and, we, and we do that. And sometimes we've had folks join us, but not too much. It's usually just he and I. And we pray for the employees. We walk through what's going on. And then we say, Lord, bring us the people. Show us what it is you want us to do today. Forget forget about tomorrow. What about today? How can we serve you today? So we we had to bring it down to that. And I think in a certain kind of way, that's how we've done anything that's worth doing. The Lord has moved it, but it's by not presuming... I can tend to want to manage, organize, push, do, <clears throat> and in, in that in that activity, God is lowered down and, and we're up. So it's a question really of the idols of the heart. So the idols that people, and some of them are good, they can be good idols, but they still, they diminish <laughs> the Lord. They pull him down, you know, and so it, it's that. And so that's that's probably one of the, the foundational things. And without our theological, uh, what I'll call match-up, which most people, you know, everybody's got different ideas. 
the theology we have is consistent, so we don't argue about stuff like that. That allows us to walk forward. In the film, him writing that film, if we had theological, we'd be fighting about that. We didn't. There was nothing to fight about because we knew the messaging, what wanted to create, what wanted to go out. And uh, even my wife and I both, we just looked at it for things, with their, how, how would people interpret certain things, but it was never like, oh, hey, I don't believe what you're doing now. That's not for me. That, I don't believe that. So that was that's another very, very important element of this. But I think radically depending on God and recognizing that you got nothing. And to get to the place of jumping off the roof in the business, I had to get to that place. So that's kind of how we landed. We, we, we went there, but once you jump off the roof, it changes things, you know. And I, I, I've been to the edge many a time in business. But there was a time before this of jumping off the roof where I just couldn't see any way to manage out of it. I couldn't figure it out. And I had a friend. And this is before uh, I was even saved, really. I was just kind of rolling around. I wasn't, wasn't living for God. But I had a friend who was kind of mentoring me. And we went up in the hills at a park. And we were in the Word all day long. He just took me through the scriptures. We just read the Word and prayed all day long. But what had happened is I just got to this place where I we were kind of just trapped. And what we realized is, is don't go to the left or the right. Just go right down the middle. Whatever that looks like. Get out of bed. Just show it. Here I am today. Here I am today. Trust trust you today. Start to depend on you today. And so in doing that, it was funny because there was a guy over at Disney. And he called me up one day. And he sent over in that week $150,000 of the business. It's crazy. And he said, I went down the hall for you, man. So what are you talking about? He said, I went down the hall. Oh, you did? Well, what? what, what you he said, listen, it's another apartment. They don't know you. I went down the hall for you, and you better not mess that up. You, these guys will go away. They'll be quiet if anything goes wrong. He said, that for you. I said, all right, check. And that was the beginning of one little step and then another. And little by little, the Lord just brought in people and jobs and all that. And that was a sort of pre-faith understanding. But I could sort of see that. And that was that was powerful to me. But when we jumped off the roof the, this other time, there was the kind of end of the end, saying, okay, we're going to do it this way. We're going to stop. When that happened, that forced me into a place of, of being very motivated to want to do it this way. And the, and the joys and rewards are crazy good. No, and, and, and the pleasures at his right hand are forevermore. Right on. As, as, as <laughs> we they know say. that well, yes. 1611, <laughs> right, baby? We know, yeah, we talk we about that, that verse all yeah, the time. That's a, that's a good scheme. <laughs> you make known to me the paths of life. Yeah, he does, in his presence. Yeah. His fullness of joy. So, yeah. uh, Brad, yeah. Is 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 I listened to Paul and I think, oh my goodness, like you guys have a really huge gift that God's given you just in each other. Um, totally. That it's you know like the body of Christ. It's, yeah. it's You know it's it's arms and legs. Yeah. What as you look into your future that you projects yeah. that you're working on where where which one is bubbling up that you're like man i can hardly wait for Ooh, this that's a good question we've got an answer or two do we <laughs> i don't know if we have the same answer but we got an answer <laughs> you know before i get that you know you, you mentioned something a second ago that that i'm only recently robbie learning to not take for granted and that's this brother right here in paul that what's beautiful about this is look i'm prone to wonder you know, I'm prone to, I, I'm an idle factory, you know, I, I can just, 
you know, and what's beautiful is I'll be thinking, oh, Paul, what if we such and such and such, and I'll have this grand idea or whatever, and I'll be drifting in my thinking, and Paul's like, I thought we were doing this for God's glory, like, you know, no conditions, like, and what I'm really saying is like, no, it's for God's glory, as long as blank, you know, and and inevitably that's an idol, right? And right. so to have this brother in my life who's just like, nah, I think we're getting off track here, or you know, and just just to keep each other accountable. And just to keep each other on point, I think that really just drives the whole thing. And just to be real, and Paul's leadership, just of the company of the, it just it's just such a joy in, in all regards. It, it creates such a, a healthy environment. And this is me absolutely stalling to try to answer your question. <laughs> um, so I don't know. So what, what, well, what, let me let me just well, we'll just yeah. go down your rabbit trail since okay. we're there. Yeah, go go. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> you know, a moment ago, we said at his right hand, his pleasure is forevermore. Yeah, like yeah, way yeah. back up in the 16th Psalm, like I think the third verse, yeah. maybe the fourth. The sorrows of those who chase after other gods will be multiplied. Will be multiplied. Yes. Oh, I know oh, yeah. the sorrows, man. I know the yes. sorrows. Yeah, very well. My wife knows the sorrows because of me. My kids know the sorrows because of me. Yeah. yeah. But the more I've thought about that, yeah. the more I realize what a loving response that is. Oh, if we if we if we if we found sustainable joy in it, we'd keep doing it. Right. God is going to allow you to get yeah as far down that until you get to the point where it's you're so miserable yep. that 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 you're going to turn back Amen. to find right in His presence His fullness of joy because where you're going, that's it. You're out in left field. We often talk, Robbie, about uh, Psalm 32, where you hear David talking. Oh, my bones ache. Life was taken before me. I mean, that sounds. I mean, I still think that sounds like a depressed, just miserable human being when he was in habitual sin in his life. Right. Yeah. When he was when he was in that state. Don't take post, your spirit from me. Don't yeah, take your spirit from yeah. me. And then you see, you hear that groaning, that 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 just horrid life. This is the man after God's own heart yeah. who had fallen into just horrid sin, habitual, unconfessed, unrepentant sin. And to your point, my brother Robbie, like, yeah, you bet. If when what it, it is God's mm. mercy and grace that when I go down in those paths, it's horrible. It's miserable. <laughs> it's lonely. It's awful. Who wants to stay there? Yeah. You repent and restore to me the joy of my salvation. So, amen. Yeah, and the beauty of, of, of that is what you were speaking of there. It's his power that will just raise you up and go, oh, you were fine all along. I got you yeah. right here. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's right. It's That's what, a mess over there. But <laughs> I got <laughs> it. That's right. So, yeah. bubbling. Yeah. What's bubbling? That you're well... Well, I, I've been doing time. What, you, you want to, All right. So, uh, w what's exciting to me? We have a couple shows. We have we have a couple film projects we're working on, um, and they're kind of I don't say political hot buttons, but they can be. Although we we don't try to dabble in politics. We don't want to, yeah. you know. But th do things do kind of cross over, whether we like it or not. But just just issues that we believe are honoring or dishonoring to God. But we we have one particular film which may be a little premature, just for me to just not for the sake of secrecy or anything, just to process for the sake of communicating to an audience. But another thing we have is is a, is a talk show idea that we've been brewing. It's really a, a, an episodic show idea that really, how can I put this? It, it really position, it, it, it plays to our strengths. 
See, yeah. Kappa is located in beautiful downtown Burbank, you know, right <laughs> in the epicenter of Hollywood, right? Sure. It's, you got Warner Brothers, Disney, Universal, NBC, ABC, you know, Johnny Carson, just everything. Burbank is really the epicenter. That's where we are. So to have a show emanating from there, from a true Hollywood studio-ish perspective, but yet totally for the honor of Christ. So it would be just sort of the, the who's who in the faith film world. It would be just the, the, the events and the, the, just the issues of the day as it relates to media, just a, a Christian media show from Hollywood. And so to get – because there's so many people that truly want to serve and honor God, and they're afraid. Or they don't know how to do it, or they don't know what it looks like, and I but think they feel like they're the only ones. And they feel like then they're so long. They feel like they're only ones, exactly, brother. And I think what what the Lord has done through Paul, I'll say this on his behalf. Let another man praise you. He would never say this. Paul has inspired people. Okay, it, when people he see, we have a video, a five minute video that talks about Paul's story from secular to when the Lord, you know, moved him into that, and then we have another video talking about our nonprofit. But when when people hear Paul's story, they get inspired. So we want to do that show that really inspires people. Yes, it's a Hollywood themed show, but it's really to inspire anybody in any field. Guys, life is short. Burn the ships. Right. Go all in for Christ. Quit playing in both worlds. You're, you're, you're not going to win either one. You're going to lose on both sides. So the show, if at anything, it's, it's an inspirational show for people in the workforce to really just get motivated to just go all in for Christ using Hollywood and movies and themes and TV shows as sort of the catalyst for that. You got me. I'm let's sold. Where do I? You know? <laughs> I bet yes. Let, let me. Yes. We have one viewer Actually, right now. <laughs> let, I need record this and play that back because I didn't know what I just said. I have no idea what I just said. So what the there might be a pitch in there somewhere, but it's, that's uh, what I'm mostly. Paul may have different things that he's. Yeah, we have a number of projects in the works, but yeah, we have, we have a lot of projects. Yeah, and you know, um, I think what what's happened here is we we spooled up. We were sitting on at least six projects, and. We came together to create those projects and get them out. That was the goal. And what's happened here is we got the first one. Yay. You know, that's all happened. And now we're, we're seeing the rivers are flowing towards this nonprofit, the Christian Film Finishing Fund. We're seeing ourselves moved over there. It, very natural. And I call it just the needful things because we've recognized, my goodness, we, we, we see these things. And it's like, why are we not dealing with it? And we started out doing that. Just helping the filmmakers because faith projects can make a difference for kingdom. So those projects were thinking, well, we, we need to help those folks. Then when we started to understand the dynamics are one after the other, people are stuck on the bench and they don't make films anymore. And when their investors burn out and they burn out and they question themselves and did I run ahead of God, when all that happens, they sit on the bench. And so we've recognized it. I, I think what a what a devilish plot to to park all these people on the bench. So what we recognize, we can unlock each one of those, and in so doing, their film goes out, they make their money back, or some of it, or they get going. They're going to do it again, and that's what we realize. We need them to do it again and again, so we can deluge the culture with great materials that point to God. So the name of this nonprofit that you just described is what now? Christian Film Finishing Fund. Yeah, what's happened, Robbie, is that, you know, yes, be, we have our own projects, and we have been obviously working on some other higher-profile projects, right. like The Chosen, 
um, though there aren't anything else like the chosen, but you get my point. And through that, as our profiles raise, we realize that you know God's given us a platform. Now, what does faithfulness to that look oh, like? Oh, I, you, you know what I mean. Because I guess of what I do or how I've been involved, there are some incredible, like my mind, talented Christian filmmakers out there that are right where you. I know of their project. I know yeah. these people are benched. What you just described, Paul. Amen. I'm I'm like man. You know, um, uh, the Cristiano brothers. I've done you know work with them. I'm, yeah. And um, and all the lady I talked about, yeah, son Christian sure. Cargai Theater. Sure. She's working on a, on a film. These people have been trying to pull it off for I don't know how long. Um, and then there's this guy, man. I haven't seen a movie from him in a couple three years. I'm hoping you guys know who who he is. Um, I've seen all his stuff on Netflix, on, on whatever I've seen it on Amazon TV, oh, right. and his stuff is like, God, this guy is so awesome, but nobody's ever heard of him. Huh. You know how those are? Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, God, what's the same? The name of it'll come to me obviously as soon as I turn the mic off <laughs> of what this guy's. But 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 the point is. You see these people that have, to whatever extent, you know, they've taken the step to walk with God, and yeah. now they're left out there like, you know, to dry. Yeah. Right. And so the Christian Film Finishing Fund, yeah. this is part of what you guys do. Right. But what if those guys get on the rail again? What happens? I'm telling you, it's it's magical because all those things will come together. And the culture right now is being bombarded with all kinds of messages. And it's it almost like an onslaught. It's just continuous. And I've told many, many people, we don't need to throw rocks at those guys. We need to show the public what is good and right. Point them to God. Let them see who God is. Let them see those stories of faith that are difference makers because the Lord uses those. We don't have to worry about it. If we can complete the project and it's a God-honoring project, you get it out, game over. It will find its place. There will be people that watch it and those lives will be changed. And I use the example of sitting in church. We can be in church together. We hear something different. He's saying the exact words to us both. Why? Because where my life is and yours and his and his, whoever's in that row sitting on the bench, we all hear it as it applies to our life right now. And that's the indwelling of the Holy Spirit will take you and change each person what they hear. And I believe that is restorative and God can use that. So my thinking is don't critique how great the films are. Do his best as wonderful shows. Help them get a level of excellence that we've spent our life doing. Take the value of them up, right. the quality, make them look and sound great. Do do something good and get them out there. Everyone's not going to be God's not dead. Everyone's not going to be, I can only imagine. But there's a lot of great projects that point people to God that need to get out. Oh, my soul. I am so, so, so grateful God allowed me to meet you guys. Because hmm. what a, what a – I mean, I just – I sense what, you know, God's excitement in, in all these guys that are out there that, it, you know – Creative people are delicate people. Yeah, sure. You know, they they put their stuff out there that you know, and then you know, yeah. Satan uses that to just beat the heck out right. of them. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. wow, how cool they he's got you guys out there like ambassadors. Uh, yeah. Well, imagine getting that phone call from us. Hey, you're short on money. We're going to take care of it, and you don't have to give us any points in your movie. We don't yeah, want to own we don't your want movie. Anything. We're not doing anything. We're going to help you get it done. Well, we ask is that if if your movie profits, take 
just throw it back into the nonprofit so it can go pay it forward, right? So it can go to someone else down the road. But but we're not making we're not we don't we don't require yeah, that. There's no requirement. We don't require if that. you if you want to, that's your business. But we aren't we're not asking for anything. Because well, it's always kingdom. I'm way out of time before I'm out of show. <laughs> but I, <laughs> Paul and Brad, and you can see there's more future here on the Kingdom Pursuits with Kappa uh, Studios and the Christian Film Finishing Fund. I, I couldn't be more excited myself. I hope you are. And, 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 you know, you're listening and you're thinking, what can I do? Well, you can pray. That's what yeah. you can do. You can, you can pray for the Christian Film Finishing Fund, certainly for Kappa Studios. But, yeah. You know, as you partner with God and what he's doing to encourage all these people out there that have burnt their ships or whatever they've done along the way, yeah. um, that God sends people like this. It's just so encouraging to me. I hope it is to you listening that, man, these guys are out there. God's using them in the kingdom in such amazing ways, and he wants to use you. Thank you for listening.